But he's bringing an attitude that this defense, that this fan base, that this franchise really needs. Doing this every time I see him. Looking at the crowd. Talked to Beast Mode for like 45 minutes last night. Really, man, just, you, just put me on game. Should Sean Payton get paid next Tuesday? Yes, he should get paid. Oh, he know he should not. He <laughs> the, should not. The man that put is in, awful. He man put in hours. He, Sean Payton should be benched. I'm going to do something that's never been done in any sports show, podcast, all over the world. It never gets done, but KJ all day, it needs to be done here. Well, let's do it. Don't call them backups this week. I need you to call them by what the mama and a daddy named them. I need you to give Evan Brown his flowers. You need to give Stone Forsythe his flowers. Jake Kernhan his flowers. I mean, Damian Lewis... 146 yards rushing on the ground the Seahawks did at Lumen Field. Give the big dogs their, their flowers because the problem is, is this week, people are going to call them backups. Don't call them backups. Call them by their name. But they are backups, G. You know that, right? No, no, no. Those are football they're, players. They're, they're, they're backups. No. what? See, that's disrespectful, no, it's KJ. Not. Yes, it is. That, that, that is. that is disrespectful. Well, if anything, KJ, um, Sherm, <laughs> was Sherm a backup? He was. Sherman was a. He's a backup. I was a backup. It's disrespectful, man. It's not disrespectful. Hats off. But this is what it is. Okay. This is being a backup, and you're getting what I call a op. You're getting your opportunity to become a full time starter. They trust these dudes now. Hats off to them. Great job. You want to. You want a hand clap. You want a pat on the back. Great mm -hmm. job. You did your job. You're the NFL. I love it. No, no. But no. Wait a minute. Because. Oftentimes, when you go into a game like this, you know you talk about your bookends, your tackles. Uh, Charles Cross is out. Uh, Abraham Lucas is out right now, and like, ooh, watch out! And then some of them are kind of getting hurt a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Ooh, watch out! If the Seahawks don't do well, it's going to be a yeah, but. But instead, these dudes are doing their thing, number one. And also, this is a real testament to the coaching that happens inside of that building. This is a shout-out to the O-line coach. Mm -hmm. This is a shout-out to the offensive line in general. Mm -hmm. This is a shout-out to what Pete Carroll has done consistently, year in, year out. This is why they don't get beat 50 to uh, 70 to 20. You feel me? You don't get beat 70 to 20 we'll when you that. have real coaching going on. You should have been talking shit. Anyways, go ahead. But um, I love what I saw from the Seahawks team. Rams dropped the ball, came back in Detroit, handled business, and came back with an inferior Carolina Panthers team, and you made them look accordingly. When you played the backup Andy Dalton, now who's on the Seahawks? Who's hey, on them? He was three I've never beat. I've never beat Andy Dalton before in my career. Never beat him. Rookie dog, year. Dog, dog, that could be a soundbite. I've never beat Andy Dalton. I know, but say it different. Say it different. I don't want nobody, because you know them folks on social media, they going to clip that and they going to put it out there. And yeah. like, who is KJ Wright? Oh, KJ Wright, Wright's a dude that never beat Andy Dalton. Yeah, yeah. So the dude is good, but you handle business. Run game. What they hold him to today? 44 yards. And by the way, no, no, no. wait a minute. <laughs> Tell the people the truth right now. Tell them. G wanted to come on the show, talk about, oh, KJ, the, the Seahawks defense, they did such a great job. They held them to 44 yards rushing. I said, okay, they played Miles Sanders, who only had nine carries. Mm -hmm. Nine carries, he shouldn't get 100. They, the team should only have 44 yards. Yeah, how many times he throw the ball? Andy Dalton, 58 times. So why did that happen? 
because the Seahawks made them one-dimensional. See, the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, you guys hear me talking this way? I got to give credit. The way I'm talking, <laughs> this dude and others taught me to talk this way because I ain't never played the damn game. And now the Seahawks defense makes the Bringles, excuse me, makes uh, Panthers, the, Panthers. the Panthers, makes them one-dimensional, right? And now you don't want to give this D-line, this defense credit. They held them to 44 yards. And then you try to say the Panthers don't run the ball. Well, yes, they do. Because correct me if I'm wrong, they rushed for 100 yards uh, week one, and I think they rushed for 150 yards, 54 yards week two, and 44 yards in Lumen Field. Give them their flowers. So here's the thing, G. There's, Shout out, Jay Reed. There's levels to this football thing. There's levels to teams. When the Carolina Panthers came in here, I fully expected us to win and handle business, right? Because of the what's on their roster, because of the talent that they have. I look at that talent on that football team. I'm looking and searching for who is this player or who is their starter, Adam Thielen, who's really a number two, but he's really the number one. Okay. Um, they had a rookie who struggled putting the, the 34-year-old quarterback. Mm -hmm. You should handle these. You should win these type of ball games. And so, yes, congratulations. You got to win. But there's levels to this. I'm searching for greatness. I brought out my 2013. I brought my dogs with me today. <laughs> I brought the dogs with me today. I said, I wanted to see greatness. And you, you didn't hear what I said in my, my halftime speech. What'd you say, man? I was talking my stuff per, per usual. I said, hey, fellas, what we did, it can't be duplicated. It can't be duplicated. I said that in front of the whole stadium. <clears throat> and so that's what I'm searching for with this football team. I have a certain standard. And I'm going to uphold them to that standard right. until my last day. I, I won't disagree that you guys can't be duplicated. But can we at least agree, you two, on one thing? Today in Lumen Field, Seahawks started off slow. Kind of like sometimes them last Seahawks used to sometimes start out slow. And then in the second half, oh, yeah. they scored 25 points in the second half. And on defense, hear me out now, on defense, they got after it. Mm -hmm. They was getting it, getting down. And then you know who else showed up? You 12s. Yep. Y'all caused them to get eight false starts. That is the most in the yes. NFL. They was running the ball. Mm -hmm. They was playing defense. Mm -hmm. And you 12s in Lumen Field lost your damn mind going crazy on third downs, causing false starts. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something about this defense as well. There's one dude in particular that I've been watching. Ooh. You already know where I'm going with this. Ooh, I, he's he's ooh, bringing a swag. Ooh. He's bringing an energy. Ooh. He's bringing some. I don't want to say Rich. I want to say Richard Sherman, but he's bringing an attitude that this defense, that this fan base, that this franchise really needs, mm. and he's upholding his end of the deal mm. with getting drafted so high. Eleven tackles. Eleven tackles. Doing this every time I see him. Looking at the crowd. Okay, Devin Witherspoon. <laughs> okay. In this second game, back-to-back -back games, I like what I see from this young man. Mm. I like what I see from him. And so if he continues to have this confidence. Spoon, I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think you'd be like this. Now he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. I didn't. Why? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe. Man, yeah, I don't know he, why. he was hurt all OTAs, hurt yeah. training camp. When you turn on that tape, I remember Deshaun Shedd. I'm at track practice with my kids. Okay. I'm at track practice. This before the draft, before the combine. He was like, I want you to go watch the tape and watch Witherspoon and this play he made. 
if he's on the board, watch out and make and we're gonna probably draft this dude. He said this in track practice, like even before the draft happened, he's like, I want this dude on our football team. Mm-hmm. So when you pairing him with uh, Woolen, who I'm ready to come back and be healthy, mm-hmm. just just the energy that he's bringing. That's okay. that's that's what that's what this team needs. Okay. Uh, before we get to offensive side of the ball, let's stay on defense. Uh, help us out, KJ. What do we see? Now, we, you're talking about Spoon, Spoon doing his thing. I want to talk about the linebackers, what you're seeing out there, what you're seeing with Jordan Brooks, what you're seeing with Bobby Wagner. What are you seeing with those linebacker group? And we'll get to the D-line room. I want to talk about them right now. Really, Jordan Brooks, I love all three of these games he's put together. I think, I think the man's looking strong. He's making all his tackles. He's going downhill. Bobby the same way. Anything right here, Bobby is owning it. Mm. He is on again. Everybody lined up. Everybody on the same page. So these linebackers and Devin Bush. I saw you coach her today. I saw what you did. You think you slick. He went base personnel versus 11 a lot today. So 11 personnel. That's one tight end, one receivers. Usually go nickel with that. He had Devin Bush out there for some of those things. I, I call it big nickel. Big nickel. So with Bush's athleticism, with the way he's fast, can drop in coverage, he went base personnel a lot versus 11 personnel. So the linebacker's looking solid. Good. You see your guy, Jay Reed? You oh, yeah. see your guy, Jay Reed? Hey, ah, what is going on? Okay, Jay Reed. <laughs> I like that, Jay. That, that was good. Jay. That was good. D-line looked good today. They did. You going to give them their flowers? D-line, get their flowers. Chenna? Mafe? Boyay. Mafe. Yes, I'm sir. glad you're healthy. I was, talk- I was talking to Kurt Turd about you. He was like, yeah, he's going to be good. He's ready to go. I love what I saw from Mafe. And, um... Them dudes is getting after it. I was, I'm telling you, when you come home, when you get this crowd on your side, drawing those false starts, drawing those penalties, you're able to get off the rock, cause havoc in the backfield, start celebrating, it creates that energy. Yeah. It gets the crowd going. It gets the people going. So I love I love what I saw. Before we go to offense, I want to talk to the crowd a little bit because in one of my – it was part of the keys to the game that I started off with when I started off on the field before the game. And I actually talked about – I said, hey, 12s. Some of you guys were there. I said, hey, 12s, hey, when the defense is on the field on third down, we need you guys to be loud. And, look, let's, let's, let's tell the truth. The first home game – it was not loud in that stadium. Mm-hmm. The it, the energy was not there. So I don't know what it was that picked it up. I'm not saying it any, had anything to do with me. But whatever it was, today the stadium was rocking. Pete Carroll has talked about it. You guys caused eight false starts. And wait a minute. I think you caused one illegal procedure. So mm-hmm. technically that's nine things that you caused. Mm-hmm. That's the most. The record. The mm-hmm. record is 11 false starts in a game. You guys caused eight of those. That is the most in the NFL this season after three games. Shout out to you for getting it. I thought, you know, everybody was like taking pictures of games. Hey, we had the game. No, y'all was in doing your business. And, gee, I was on the the sideline pregame. You know, I'm shaking everybody's hands, saying what's up. I see Coach Carroll. And you know how Coach give you that look like. He was smiling. He was smiling with one person at first. Then he looked at me smiling. And then he stopped and he was like, and he walked off. He looked at me right here. He was smiling. He, he what did that at mean? What that mean? He was like, it's go time. This, this, this team about to get it done. Oh. It was just that simple, subtle look that only Pete Carroll can give. Mm-hmm. And so what happened against the Rams? Big letdown, big upset. Mm-hmm. 
but he knows what he has in this football team. Right. The, 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 the hype that this team had coming into this season, they, they got it figured out. You go and you beat the Giants mm-hmm. this Monday, you're four, you're three and one going into the bye week. You want yeah, you couldn't have been two and two. No, no, no. You can't be one and two. Gotta be three and one going into this bye week. And so he has his team ready, he has his team excited. Dudes can get healthy. Right. Was that you that said that? With the bye week? With the bye week, yeah. yeah. Dudes can get healthy. Mm-hmm. And so really take off and see what this team is made of. Okay, offensive side of the ball. Okay, first let me go ahead. And I know you guys are thinking it. Everybody's thinking it. Yes, they started off slow. The red no zone. doubt about the it. Red zone. red zone, they weren't good. Wait a minute. Shout out. Shout out to my guy, Jason Myers. Jason yes. Meyer, your toenails <laughs> were frozen today. When you got them frozen toenails, you can kick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, you was kicking. And we call a spade a spade, J. Meyer. I love you, dog, but these pads, yeah, it was a little. I was like, what's up with J. Meyer? <laughs> way, way to redeem yourself. Way to redeem yourself. So Myers came through on offense. K. Walker had 94 yards. Really making dudes miss. 54 catching. Catch, I saw that this, that um that fade ball he caught on the sideline. Charbonnet. Oh, <clears throat> I see you, Charbonnet. Bro, go look at the TV copy. No, no, no. Kick out the frame. Time out. The dude, Charbonnet lowered his shoulder into the dude's <laughs> chest. And you know how in the movies, like when an explosion happens and the person goes back like this? That's <laughs> Gee, that's how Charbonnet said the dude. He's like, eh. Charbonnet, you look good today. And um, Bobo? Bobo so, got a touchdown? Bobo got a touchdown, back of the end zone. What I Here's what I like out of Bobo. Bobo, I know everybody talks about Mo Bobo. I get it. And I know everybody talks about your ability to get open. And I know, matter of fact, the TV copy, I've already watched that already. They already talked about your 499 in the 40. I know, it's boring. But I'm going <laughs> to tell you guys... I'm going to tell you guys what you guys need to start talking about when it comes to Bobo. And the next time you watch him play, pay attention. And this is the reason why I think you are seeing Bobo on the field more. Have you watched him block? I have. You watched him block. Mm -hmm. Watch Bobo's block. By the way, as a dad of a tight end, your boy be watching a lot of blocking. That's kind Mm -hmm. of a big deal. And one thing I do maybe understand a little bit, watching this Seahawk team that likes to run the ball, watching Bobo block. He only had one catch. He only had one catch in that touchdown, but you guys are seeing Bobo like he feels like he's everywhere. It's because he's blocking. Yep, and you got to earn your right to be on the football field. You know, you undrafted rookie, you know, made the team cool, but you surrounded with DK Metcalf, who's going to get his targets. Tyler Lock, who's going to get his targets. You got the first-round pick, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who's going to get his targets. How are you going to work your way onto this football field? You got you to do the dirty work. You got you to earn your keeps. You got to play on special teams. And when your opportunity does come... Use that six foot four frame in the red zone. Pretend like you're gonna block. Yeah. You're blocking, 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 fake block, run a little slant, high point it, get your name in the paper. So I got a question from uh, a lot of us fans. What let me why why the Seahawks sometimes why, why why they start slow like that on offense and then like then they score 25 points in the uh in the second half? I know Pete, you know, you can't answer this right now. Well, what yeah, happened? I don't think I don't think they started slow. I just think it was the red zone woes that was like, come on, man, get creative, throw it to your 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 best guy. Like he threw a fade ball to lock it. Like it was a you know, a jump ball. You know, I'd rather see that to number 14, you know, than I'd rather see it to number 16. 
And so they was driving the ball, but when you get in the red zone, seven points is way sexier than than three points. And so um, they stormed up and down the football field. They did their thing, but you want to be special. You want to be great. You want to win them tight games. That red zone is everything. We have a whole day of the week dedicated to the red zone. It's, it's, it's every Friday. And so um, they were cool. I liked what I saw from the offense. I think Gina will still be great. So um, build off of this, build off that second half, and take it on the road in primetime football, facing the Giants, really find a better way to execute the game plan to put up seven points. You know, I know you're going to be talking about that opponent, and they got the Giants coming up. Are the Giants that good, or were the team, as in the Niners, um, excuse me, were the Niners, excuse me, are the mm-hmm. Giants that bad, or are the Niners that good? Niners that good. Niners are dominating. The Niners have no weak points on their football team. And so when you saw, who did they play, Monday night? They play, yeah. They play, oh, no, Niners, Thursday. They played Thursday. Thursday night against the Giants. Yeah, it was, they handled business like mm-hmm. they should have. And so when you see a team like that, when you see a team like the Niners and how they handle Daniel Jones, all right, we, we see what, what what it looks like. Yeah. We know what it can look like. We got to try and come here and do the same thing. And so we'll see if Saquon plays. He'll come back, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And we'll see what... um. So money looks like. Well, before we, I want to say, give us some love to DK. Hey, DK, you look good out there, man. You really do, right? With hurt ribs. Yeah, you look really good out there. You're playing with intention out there. You're playing solid. So look here, big dog. I know you're a pro bowler. You're one of the best receivers in the game right now. But sometimes you got to take a time and just be like, hey, man, we see you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We see you. Uh, all right. Great Seahawk win. Let's move over to another team question for you and you. Are the Miami Dolphins that good or are the Denver Broncos that bad? Shout out to Cat Williams when Cat Williams said, should have been talking shit. (laughs) And what what I mean by that is, is Sean Payton. You said Nathaniel Hackett put on the worst coaching display you've ever seen in your life. You said that. Nobody else said that. And who got a who got 70 points put up on them? You know the last time somebody got 70 points put on them? 1966. Mm. 1966 was the last time something like this ever happened. And you got 70 points. Gee, a team on their worst day. You I could have put a, a bunch of practice squad. I could have put Ohio State defense out there. They wouldn't have gave us 70 points. That screams, you know what that screams to me? That screams dysfunction. That screams dysfunction. That, that screams there's that's something in this building. There's something that we are not connected as a football team. Whether it's a message not getting through, whether it's players not liking each other, whether it's leadership. So, fight somebody, pinch somebody, like go jump off sides and hit the, do something. But to get 70 points put up on you in a national football game that you get paid for is embarrassing. If... Y'all get paid on Tuesdays, right? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, y'all get paid. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to say I was paying attention to y'all money, <laughs> but y'all do get paid. When Sean Payton show up on Tuesday, should he get paid? Man, and they sometimes they they put they put it on your desk. They put it on your desk. Yeah. Somebody, should, should, should Sean Payton get paid on Tuesday? I can't count nobody's check. He gonna get paid, but dang it, I didn't ask you if he's gonna get paid, KJ. I ask you, should he get paid? Now, I know y'all get in the comments, and I know some of y'all get mad at me, like, gee, you always trying to press. You always trying to, 
But I just asked a simple question. Answer: Should Sean Payton get paid next Tuesday? Yes, he should get paid. Oh, he no, he should not. He <laughs> the should man, not. The man that put is in. Awful. He man put in hours. He, Sean Payton should be benched. <laughs> you should be benched. You know what Sean Payton <laughs> reminds me of? Sean Payton reminds me of that new husband that just moved in with the wife, and he always talking bad about the ex husband. And then what ends up happening is he needs to drive the wife to work every day because he needs to use her car because he don't have a car himself. That's Sean Payton right now. And you know what? You talked all that cash, and I'm gonna say it again. Cat Williams said it, and this is gonna be the moniker for you all year. Should have been talking shit. Hey, to add a little icing on the cake, what about the stepkids? Are the stepkids listening to him right now? <laughs> The stepkids listening to him? The stepkids ain't listening. You ain't my daddy. You ain't my daddy. All right, let's move on for Sean Payton. But, um, hey, he ain't my daddy. He ain't my daddy. Hey, it was like, because that happened to me before. But, um, anyway. Oh, oh, did it really? Yeah, yeah. You ain't my daddy. You didn't talk to me like that. Did you talk to him like that? Hmm? Wait, well, explain. This happened to me with Ariana. Oh. He ain't my daddy. Anyway. Um. Yeah, man. Seventy points. So, how do they fix it? Number two things. How do they fix it, and can they fix it? And don't and don't nobody blame Russ because Nathaniel Hackett was two and one after three games last season. This Sean Payton is zero and three. And Where's Russ, Colin Cowherd now? Colin Cowherd, what you gonna say now? And huh? Russ put up three hundred yards, touchdown, an interception. Um, Russ ain't been playing bad. No. You get, you get, you ain't been playing bad. Yeah. And so, um, but Sean Payton, the one telling him, you know, letting all that business get out in the streets, talking about the ex uh, coach. See, I was about to say ex husband, but talking about yeah. the ex coach. Telling Ta- your quarterback, stop kissing babies. This ain't, How the, did that help? this ain't the 1990s. You're not Bill Parcells. You can't just say what you want to say. Tell me a time that. Pete Carroll had a quote get out where he was telling about his quarterback or his linebacker or anybody. You don't do things like that. Nope. Sean Payton got that. He that old school coach. Nope. These old school coaches do it my way or the highway. It, it, it reminds me of some of our bosses we got out there. I'm telling you. I hear yeah, bosses no. like, oh, I know how to do it. I know how to do it. Sometimes you don't. And Mike McDaniels was the new intern that showed him how to use Zoom. You ever be at work and you got somebody at your job that get paid way more than you? They get paid way more than you, and you know the job better than them. You're tired of it. And That's Sean Payton. And you know what the media was saying was, oh, he's going to bring this new accountability. He's going to, you know, keep it real. Mm-hmm. Like, And he, he probably bought into that. He probably bought into that. But nah, man, this, this can't fly. Yeah. It's week three. Mm-hmm. They got 14 more weeks to get it right. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens next week. Somebody put a somebody said uh somebody from the Dolphins, they put a bounty on the scoreboard. That's a good joke. You gotta let, you gotta let it sit yeah. a little bit. Uh okay, so we covered them. That, that that's it? No, that's not it. No, I forgot. Yes, you the forgot. The best part of the weekend has been the 10-year anniversary of the Super Bowl 48 game. And that team, the Super Bowl ring right there, kiss the ring, all that good stuff. First, let's start from the beginning. How have you enjoyed yourself this weekend, KJ? I've had a blast with a capital T, a blast (laughs) this weekend. Um, Honestly, it started Friday. Um, 
I was telling, I'm, I'm not. Was, so, so take us through it. What happened yeah, on Friday? So first of all, I gotta like it's Friday. I'm, I gotta get dressed. I gotta like I haven't seen my boys in forever. What you wear? I brought on my new white shirt. I had, my, I, had, I had my J's. I know you don't like J's with, with nice shirts, but um, I got dressed. Wifey got dressed. I was like, babe, I don't know, I don't know who going to be here. I know a few dudes that's going to be here, but I'm like, yeah. I'm about to see my guys. I'm about to see the fellas that you know I got this championship with. Mm-hmm. And so we had a big party at us in. And um, as soon as I walk in, I walk in like 730. The room is full. What time? Wait, this is important. What time did it start? No, I walked in at 7. It started at 630. Did you purposely so if a party starts at 6:30, do you get there at 6:30? If the party starts at 6:30? Why? Because if the party starts at 6:30, and, and this is for y'all too. If a party starts at 6:30, get there at 6:30. Why do y'all gotta be fashionably late? Because <laughs> the party don't really start till like 8:30. It don't really get cracking but, until. But it don't say that on. It don't. It, it doesn't say, "Hey, party starts at 6:30," but the party really don't get started until eight o'clock. Yeah, so get there at seven and then have an hour to. Okay, so you showed up, you and that, and bro, instantly, like it's just it's smiles, it's laughter, it's hugging, it's like, man, good seeing you. You look good. Oh, you gained some weight. Oh, your hair gone. It's like, it's everything. It's like cool. that. Who gained some weight and the hair was gone? I can't say. I'm not saying. I ain't going there with you today. And um, <laughs> you want like? Can I get some like, hints? Oh uh, no, no. Okay. But, but some weight was gained. <laughs> um, but um, just seeing the guys and it's like we know what it was, G. Mm-hmm. It was the locker room all over again. Oh, y'all was talking stuff. We're just talking this smack. Like, as soon as I walked out, I was like, I started patting his bed. I was like, dang, my boy, you been eating. <laughs> and it's like, imagine you go to your job. Right. And you're like, dang, you've been, you've been getting, you, you, HR calling you. I know who you're not talking to. You're not, not talking, talking to Red. Me. Nope. And you're not talking to Me Bane. Nope. Me Bane look good. He, he can't, no. he can't do that no more. Me Bane was President Obama in there. Brandon Me Bane was President Obama at, at the opening night. What that he mean? had his tur- he had his suit on. But Mima had a suit on. Did you see what he's wearing? Uh-uh. He had a suit on right. with a turtleneck. And he was the man. Every time I look, somebody's in his face laughing, like, man, you look so good. Like, bang came through. Now and- you guess who guess who looked like uh a public defender? He was a mean dude on the offensive line for the Seahawks. Mean. I'm talking about we get just get now. He looked like a public defender. He looked nice. You know, oh, I mean? um, Giacomini. Bruno Giacomini. <laughs> Who last night, boy, I'm get home. I'm well, he got home safe. He was at the game today, but he was he had some fun Saturday night. Oh, he had some fun. Right. Every time I see him, every time I see me out there, he was holding the trophy. Every time I see him. Bruno, so, you a dog. Man. Bruno, you a dog. But he, but he don't look he, he don't look like the he look mm-hmm. like a nice. He look, he look really good. Look really good. Uh let's see, who else? Golden Tate was there. GT, him and um, him and his wife was there. Brought the kids, and um, he said, "Yeah, my kids don't—they don't know that daddy played football like that." So he brought him to the VMAC, brought him to the game, and wow. um, he was fun. Ricardo Lockett. Anytime you're in his presence, you get in the laugh. Always, he um, always got some laugh. Marshawn was there. Talked to Beast Mode for like 45 minutes last okay. night. Really, man, just you just put me on game. People, people saw the Marshawn when he played. 
But to see the way this dude has transitioned, like he's a real businessman. You talking about Magic Johnson? Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic Johnson? Yeah. Marshawn is like a real businessman. Was he teaching you stuff? Telling me how to make money three days, three ways off of one deal. I'm like, how? I'm like, I've been doing this my whole life. I, you got the talent fee, but there's so many other ways how you can make money. If you first of all just open your mouth, open your mouth, and if you just even know about it. Mm. So the dude is beyond his years. Um, I had a good time. Let's let's see. Uh, I saw Tony McDaniel there. T Mac, T Mac with his four kids. Saw him. Um, Paul McQuiston. Who was on offense? Um, you know, I see Jermaine. Zach Miller. Haven't seen him in forever. Shout out to Jermaine and Doug because yeah. you know the, you see one with the other. They like they like cereal and milk. Mm-hmm. You can't see one without the other. Those guys were there. Um, you probably don't remember Phil Bates. What do you mean? It's my guy. Yeah. So did you see his the little one look just twin. like a twin? Sydney, of his. Sydney kid looked just like him. Um, <laughs> Phil kid. Mm-hmm. It was it was amazing. Did Sydney Rice show up? Sydney showed up. Really. You know what, Sydney? You showed up. Guess what? My wife pointed out to me. What? She was like, "You do see? Did you see that? Most dudes are still with their wives." I was like, "They are." I was. I was like, "You." Everyone knows the divorce rate for NFL players. Wow. One no. One no new chicks in there. It was the same girls from our time in 2013 to 2023, and the girls are all tight. But she was like, there was, she's like, every for the most part, I believe, everybody's still with their wife. So the, the question is, how? How do, how do we beat the odds? But it was a beautiful thing to see dudes with their wives, dudes with their kids, family doing good, got money in your pocket. Can I ask you a random question? Because, you know, a lot of times we say stuff on this podcast, but then it get me to thinking. That's, first of all, that's a very good point. Shout out to that Super Bowl 48 team <clears throat> all bringing, being with the wives. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. But you said something. You said there weren't any new wives. Not to say that that matters, but help us understand something. If there is like a new girlfriend <laughs> or a new wife, is that noticed or nobody notices? Off the rip. Okay. Like, who, who that, you know, they be talking, G. Who who that who that who that um he with? Who this new girl he with? Really? You know they be talking. They talk like that. Come on now, cause these girls been together for ten years. They they know who's who. So so, maybe, so when that new person is there, they only like, hey girl, come on in, sign the membership. You know we got a you know, we got a, a fee to hang I'll out. Write a passage. <laughs> <laughs> write a passage. Who are you? Where you from? How y'all meet? What, yeah, what you doing now? Oh, the girls they they. They ask those questions. They they got they circle like we got how we got our circle. They got their circle as well. And, but the um, guys don't care. Oh, we got some. Let me tell you what they did. What? So I don't know if I should be telling this, but whatever. All the girls was hanging out. Okay. And they called the dudes over. Okay. They was like, "Hey, tell the whole tell this whole circle something nice about your wife." What? Yes. And dudes was doing. Wait, wait. No. First of all, hold on. Time out. Was it one, because it was one wife that probably said, hey, you guys come over. Yeah. Do you know which wife whose idea was? I don't. I really don't. Who do you think? Can we just talk about who you think it was? I have no idea. Because it was like 12 of them. Was it Nat? Was it your wife? She wouldn't do that. She Okay. Okay. Check her off the list. Doop. 
Was it? Was it? <laughs> I don't. I really don't know. But you never got invited to Cam's wedding. I know. So maybe. <laughs> but, but I'm telling you, because when I pulled up, there's like, all right, it's KJ, your turn, your turn. I'm like, what y'all talking about? Okay, what'd you say? I didn't say anything. I said, I'm not playing y'all game. And I left. You didn't say them nice about that? Listen, G, I thought they was playing. Apparently, every dude did it. Okay. You heard about who, who, who all did it? Jermaine, Shed. Jermaine, go, uh, Jermaine and Shed going to be the first ones to do it. No um, doubt about it. Who else? Bang Red. I, I, I thought they was playing around. So I'm like, My, I'm not entertaining y'all. So I left. But come to find out, they did do it. Well, you know what? I know everybody's thinking it. And you know if you're thinking it, I'm going to be the one to do it. This is your chance right now. Oh, Lord. Yeah, right oh, now. Lord. Since you didn't say anything nice about <laughs> ah. your wife, you know only about four or five people watch this thing anyways. Why don't you say something nice about your wife right now? First and foremost, honey, I love you. I love you with all my heart. And one thing that my wife would do, G, I kid you not, one thing she was great at, I got beat up my whole career. Anything I needed, babe, rub my feet. Babe, can you put some arnica on my knee? Babe, can you turn off the lights, light a candle for me? Without hesitation, my wife was like my, she was like my physical therapist at the house. She was my PT. Anything that I needed, she was there. You talking about meals cooked when I come home? Kids bathed and, and, and good to go? Daddy come home and daddy can chill. Daddy can chill when he come home. And hands down, the most impressive thing she's done was when I went to the Raiders. She took care of these three kids by herself. Daddy went home. Daddy was in Vegas by himself. And I did not hear a single complaint from her. She got three kids. Daddy not home. She got school. She got soccer. She got volleyball. I didn't hear no complaints from her. She gave me that peace of mind to like, you do your thing. I got the household. So I love you, babe. Thank you for that. That's all we're saying in front of everybody. <laughs> you know what? Since you said all that, you should probably like, like, buy her something. Like, oh uh, no, nah, she like, got plenty. Huh? <laughs> she got plenty. Her birthday was two, three weeks ago. Oh, okay. Just... Yeah, and she got what she wanted. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's good, man. I'm glad. Um, real quick, uh, did you guys see Pete? Oh, he was at Friday. He's at Friday. Mm -hmm. What was it like having Pete around? I was really just watching Pete because I see him often. But I was looking at him, interact with the guys, hanging out with him, laughing. He gave a speech. John Snyder gave a speech, just you know, thanking the fellas. So just seeing him connect with dudes he haven't connected with in a long time was 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 pretty special for me. So it, it felt really good. Man, they chose you to speak out there on the field in front of all the twelves at Lumen Field. Was y'all there? Did y'all hear? I ain't gonna lie. I missed it, y'all. I heard it was good. I had things to do. I missed it. I was mm -hmm. doing some jobs. Tell us about that. When they asked me, mm -hmm. I was like, you don't want Doug to do it? I was like, you don't want Cam to do it? They was like, nah, we we want you to do it. You, you KJ all day. So I said, all right, say less. And so I got the crowd going. I said, y'all remember the NFC Championship game? Y'all remember that Super Bowl? But hands down, my favorite memory was Super Bowl parade. Then I called my dog Lockup. We all we got, we all we need. So it was a good time. At Friday's event, Saturday's event, obviously Sunday at the game, mm -hmm. you seeing you know everybody. Ooh, what you been doing? What you been doing? 
Are they asking you what you've been doing? Or are they have they watched the podcast? Have they watched KJ all day? Are they bringing it up at all? Are they saying, KJ, we don't like this. You're being phony. What are they telling you? They asking me, when can I come on? Really? Hey, bro, when can I come on? When can I come on? Wow. I thought it was like, bro, you want somebody real? You want somebody authentic? Like, bring me on. I got you. They, so They say, I've noticed something, though. A lot of guys say, I'm, oh, I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it real. But one thing we going to do, if we see any fluff, <laughs> eh, try again. That ain't happening. And so dudes, gee, mm-hmm. dudes want to tell their story. Dudes want to <clears throat> tell their experience, like, from their point of view. Because, you know, you know, certain people get the limelights, get the interviews from CBS, from Fox. Some dudes don't have that platform to really express how great they were, how talented they were, how they got to where they are. So... I want to bring that to the fellas. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, man, you know, on behalf of a lot of fans out here, the 12s out here, man, y'all, y'all, man, not, it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know what it is about y'all, man. You're like, yeah, y'all was good at football. And yeah, you know, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of people that look at y'all, and you, and you guys all got your favorites. You know what I, mean? mm-hmm. I got my favorites, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But y'all was y'all was rock stars, bruh. Gee. Y'all you, was rock stars. Gee, man. you said this earlier. You go to every home game and you see Touchdown City. I saw an aerial picture of Touchdown City today when they called out our names. But it was a it was a football stadium inside Touchdown City. It was a blue carpet event. Uh shout out to uh marketing for uh the Seahawks getting that done. This is this event that you guys put on. And they had the blue carpet in Touchdown City. And with the blue carpet, uh, they would walk the blue carpet. And they had the Super Bowl 48 trophy, Lombardi trophy that was up there. Blitz is the one that kind of started it off. And he came through. Now, the crowd started off with, you know, they had the rope and everything. And the crowd was right there. And then I came back in the back. And Mm -hmm. by the way, it was probably one of the greatest things I've ever got to do was just announce it. You crushed it too, by the way. Was I crushing you, it? You crushed it. You, you, you crushed it. Yo, you, you know what I mean? Good. I was good. announcing you guys, and before you know it, it was, oh my goodness. Bro, Seahawks, when y'all had us run out that tunnel, I don't think you understand how much fun that was for me personally and the rest of my guys. Like, we really, it was it was a tight tunnel. We The fans were there. The cheerleaders was there. Like, that was so nostalgic for us to just have that moment to hear our name called. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Lane, O'Brien Schofield, Mike Morgan. Dudes haven't heard their name calls, G. Their name. In forever. Mm-hmm. And to just get that feeling, that sense of pride, that sense of, yeah, I was a part of something special. That meant a lot. So now, if you go back to the beginning of the show, and I said don't call people backups, you understand the importance of that. <laughs> We'll see y'all next time. Thank you for joining KJ's Conclave. Yeah. Oh, by the way, real quick. Hey, I had to do the Mariners. Shout out to the Mariners. You know what I'm saying? I know it's all about Seahawks, but look, look, they had a rough little, little go of it lately. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to the Mariners. Shout out to Kevin Martinez. That's my man, 50 grand, all that. Name three players from the Mariners. What are you talking about? Name three players. Ah, uh, let's see. <laughs> Julio Rodriguez. You got... uh. Cal Raleigh. One more. You got, uh, oh, let's see. Ken Griffey don't play there no more. No more Ichiro. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Dang it. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Appreciate it. <laughs>